Chapter 13, Money Deforms Thyroid Care. These are Randy's words from a website about armor porcine thyroid. I too was doing great on armor, no more. They put me on levothyroxine, synthetic T4, and cytomel, synthetic T3. I felt awful, so depressed. Drug makers fake and suppress their studies. Knoll Pharmaceuticals, the Synthroid maker, hid one showing that their drug was no better than the other thyroids. Knoll paid more than $100 million to consumers after the ensuing class action lawsuit settled in year 2000. Later, the pharmaceutical companies sponsored over 10 bogus studies that purported to show porcine thyroid was no improvement over T4. Each trial used only a half grain of pork thyroid, which is 30 milligrams, even though the proper dose is 1 to 2 grains, 60 to 120 milligrams or more. This is about the same as 0.075 to 0.15 milligrams of T4. Each study concluded that the tiny dose of pig thyroid did not work. With these doses, of course, it could never work. This type of false comparison is a routine strategy used by drug makers to get FDA approval or to run down a competitor. For more, see Ben Goldacre's book, Bad Pharma, from 2012, and also my FDA chapter at the end of this section. There have been claims that the porcine thyroid manufacturing is faulty, and this makes it inferior to Synthroid, the branded T4. However, Synthroid was recalled 10 times between 1991 and 1997. This involved over 100 million tablets. The FDA requires T4 to fall within 5% of its stated potency, but most samples analyzed had far less active ingredient, and some had none. Because many patients need thyroid to survive, there were hospitalizations. In 2001, the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, issued a warning that they might pull Synthroid from the market. There were also two recalls in 2012 to 13 involving issues with potency, stability, and manufacturing. See Mary Showman's website for references, including the FDA letter documenting the story. This link is offline and may have been suppressed by special interests. I had to search for it on the Wayback Machine Internet Archive, archive.org, and link that to the ebook. Physicians have used porcine thyroid for over a century. It was first approved by the FDA in 1939. In Thailand, it is an over-the-counter supplement. I could find only three recalls for this desiccated pig thyroid, including one started by the manufacturer in 2020 for a 13% drop in potency. This might have gone unnoticed, but since thyroid strength is critical, they were doing the right thing. T4 has been available since 1927 without a formal FDA evaluation. It was given grandfather status in 1938 because it was assumed to be equivalent to porcine thyroid, which was considered the gold standard. The Synthroid brand finally passed a perfunctory FDA review in 2002. Other games. In 2000, there were efforts to get rid of Armour Thyroid in the U.S. And in 2014, Forest Pharma sold the Armour brand to activists. The new owner jacked up prices and questions developed about the drug's potency. This must have benefited AbbVie's Synthroid sales. Each time a patient visits their thyroid doctor, they review the patient's signs, symptoms, and sometimes lab results. The dose is reconsidered and may be altered in tiny, exacting increments. Other medications, such as those for blood pressure, do not need such careful adjustment. 
So quality manufacturing is critically important for the thyroid. Because generic T4 has a reputation for uneven quality, many specialists only use the brand names such as Synthroid. But in view of its history, this is also suspect. May is 38. Nothing was wrong, but something was not right. I don't know how many times, even having been on Synthroid, branded T4, for 10 years, I'd be out with my friends or family feeling as though I was freezing. My company would assure me, it's not cold in here. Are you getting sick? Is it your thyroid disease? Shouldn't your symptoms be controlled by medication since you see your endocrinologist every three to six months? Also, I would occasionally notice moderate amounts of hair loss in the shower. Not ridiculous, but certainly more than I would imagine a typical woman would be losing when washing her hair. I blindly trusted my endocrinologist. I didn't question her. Shame on me. I took the Synthroid. I came in for my ultrasounds every two years to monitor my nodule, and I'd been keeping quiet. After all, I'd been assured my care was, quote, being managed. Everything in my lab work was normal, sigh. I didn't know any better. I didn't realize I still had a chance of alleviating these symptoms. I was so used to feeling that way that they become my new normal. Now that I've been on Nature Throid, that's porcine thyroid, for several months, there is no noticeable hair loss in the shower. For the first time, in as long as I can remember, it was I who was not cold in a room where others were the chilly ones. And I was wearing a sleeveless dress. Incredible. It's a new life. Reset button pressed all over again. What a gloriously beautiful, crazy, privileged, wonderful life I am blessed to lead. So grateful. But I had to question my endocrinologist's judgment. Nothing was wrong, but something clearly was not right, as evidenced by my improvement in energy level, sense of overall well-being, and the elimination of symptoms which had plagued me for years. I must now guide you through the turf wars. This is where the money changes hands. Abby V., which was formerly Knoll Pharmaceutical, bought by Abbott, controls the manufacturer of T4. Drug companies donate millions of dollars a year to endocrine organizations, including the American Association of Clinical Endocrinologists, AACE. This group creates and maintains written standards claiming that T4 is the standard of care. It takes an outsider to tell the truth. John Lowe, a chiropractor, wrote, Why do endocrinologists resolutely endorse Synthroid as the only brand of thyroid hormone hypothyroid patients ever need to use? The cause is a complex interplay of factors. Prominent among them are financial incentives to the endocrinology specialty from corporate marketeers of Synthroid. The corporations have richly funded this specialty. He who pays the piper, of course, calls the tune. This reality makes the proposition plausible that lavish funding by these corporations has shaped endocrinologists' belief about hypothyroidism, beliefs that are favorable quid pro quo, to the financial interests of the corporations, yet shown false by substantial scientific evidence. These tactics work. As recently as 2013, Synthroid was the most frequently prescribed drug in the U.S. Gross sales were over $800 million that year. The thyroid-stimulating hormone TSH test has been used as a weapon in this economic war. The mainstream doctors claim that it is the best single measure of thyroid therapy. Hormone doctors think it is questionable. Thousands of articles have been written debating this issue. Let me simplify it for you. The test is useless and you do not have to understand it to know hypothyroid care. The reason? TSH has no active function except as a communicator between parts of the glandular system. 
Since thyroid is the master and commander, these hormones, except TSH, have profound effects on many organs. Measuring the active ones, T3 and T4, is a precise index of what is happening to the patient. TSH numbers are frequently deceptive. Also, when thyroid hormone is taken as a medicine, the TSH function is inactive. Here is how internists and endocrine specialists use TSH. It goes higher when T3, T4 goes down and vice versa. For hypothyroid patients, they increase thyroid doses until the TSH is low but not, quote, too low. They claim it should be between 0.5 and 4 or 1 and 3 if the patient's already taking thyroid. But this may not make patients feel as good as using higher doses and getting a very low or, quote, suppressed TSH near zero. These traditional doctors claim they are the only ones who appreciate the testing process. Theirs has become a geeky specialty, and they must love complexity. We know that when TSH is used to direct treatment, many patients say their thyroid doses seem too low. Trying to manage thyroid health using an indirect, slowly responsive, and inaccurate measure such as TSH is tricky. Even if the active thyroid hormones T4 and T3 are measured directly, precisely optimizing the amount given can be challenging. Overdosing or underdosing may occur. In a contradictory twist, psychiatrists and endocrinologists claim that a very low TSH is conventional for treatment of depression or thyroid cancer, respectively. Recall that these patients never have the complications of Graves' disease. If there is a question of thyroid toxicity, the dose can simply be decreased. TSH gives endocrinologists an excuse to be critical of the hormone physicians who pay more attention to their patients' symptoms than this lab test. This has resulted in medical board censures. May was caught in this crossfire. She had been on Synthroid for a decade for Hashimoto's thyroiditis. After some reading, she asked her endocrinologist about porcine thyroid. She said, When I asked my endo about nature thyroid, you should have seen the expression on her face. She looked appalled that I had even brought this up. This is not the standard of care, she explained. I asked, why not? I'm telling you, this is just not the standard of care. We do not even bring it up unless the patient asks, and even then, we try to discourage it. Some patients say they feel better on natural thyroid, yes, but most people do fine on the Synthroid. You have not complained about fatigue. Your labs are perfect. Why rock the boat? If it isn't broken, don't fix it. Long story shorter, the Indo did not offer any reasonable explanation. Ever since the Affordable Care Act mandated electronic medical records, physicians spend a quarter to half their time clicking on computers just to get paid. The political pressure surrounding thyroid prescribing may force some doctors who understand the controversies to insert academic papers into their charting. This protects them, but wastes yet more time. Conclusion and further study. John Midgley, MD, a prominent thyroid scientist, summarized. What was being done the last 35 years or so was suboptimal and has actually caused harm to patients and a review on thyroidscience.com concluded that TSH was an unreliable measure of clinical thyroid function. Another reference from the BMJ, formerly the British Medical Journal, was entitled, TSH is a poor measure of severity of tissue hypothyroidism. 
Studies prove that symptoms of hypothyroidism with, quote, normal T4 and T3 levels, that's subclinical hypothyroidism, are associated with increased risk of atherosclerosis. And a set of letters published in the BMJ 2000 said that many hypothyroid patients do not feel well until their free T4 is elevated and the TSH undetectable. Unfortunately, patients must now not only become students of their blood tests, but also of their doctor's behavior or misbehavior. If you or one of your loved ones has a thyroid disease, learn as much as you can. StopTheThyroidMadness.com is the easiest reference. Also, see What Every Hypothyroid Patient Should Know About Synthroid by Ronald Grisanti. For more detail, go to Jeffrey-MD.com. Thyroid geeks should visit thyroidpatients.ca. Thyroid patients must find a skilled provider to help them. This field is an art, and there are complexities I have not described. If you are not careful, months or years can go by before your doctor sorts your problems out. Endocrinologists are true experts at treating Graves' disease, thyroid cancer, and other issues such as low cortisone. If you have thyroid symptoms, consult them, but look elsewhere if they do not make you feel great within a few months. Even if all seems well, get on the internet forums and learn all you can. Some of the older physicians who practiced before the tests became popular are still with us. They have extensive experience evaluating hypothyroidism clinically, and their top priority is the same as yours, how you feel, look, and perform. And most of the physicians at worldlinkmedical.com are excellent choices, including the nurse practitioners. Before trusting anyone, ask about porcine thyroid. If they hesitate, you may have learned something important. To repeat, this is essential. Never accept feeling unwell after treatment. Get a second opinion if you have any doubt. See Appendix A, Thyroid Dosing is an Art for more. Martha is 54 and had many menopause symptoms, but she only wanted to try thyroid. Why would I argue? It was a step in the right direction. I gave her a prescription for porcine thyroid, 1.5 grains a day. She did not come back to see me for a year. When Martha returned, she had lost 43 pounds. This is an unusual result. Her daughter told her to see me again because, quote, he must know what he's doing. She was ready to try the other replacement hormones.